We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 17, DraftKings picks and preview. Remember to smash the like button to the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network, and for the love of God, play in the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League. It's only half full. It's Friday, people. Let's get in there. The link is down in the description. 2,500 spots, three max entry, $15 to play, no rake, the best tournament on DraftKings. Additionally, let's continue to fill up the one-and-done pool for fantasy golf season it starts at the sony open which is in two weeks time it's almost half full already and as we know with any sort of pool or any sort of league that you know once we start getting closer to the deadline all of the entries are gonna pile in so don't wait because enough people miss it every single year and they're like well why can't i get into it after it starts why are there no spots left get your spot now you can have up to five of them and if you screenshot me one of your entries i will put you in a draw for a free entry how about that? Hit the description or just go to fantasygolfchampionships.com. $50,000 to first prize. And guess what, Tambo? If you win, you'll get paid. I will. Perfect. Yeah. That, that's the good news these days <laughs> in, in the DFS and betting streets, for sure. Definitely want to get my money out of it. Yeah, when the uh, when the site that's running the company also owns LeagueSafe, uh, you're pretty good with your money there. So <laughs> they're they're like making it. escrow off your money over the course of the years. So the name has it. safe in it. I think you'll be all right. Yes. Yeah, that's a good branding tool. Safe good people like that i mean i think that's what most sites use for like the the non-draft kings of the world uh like even like mfl and things like that i think they use that's where they put their money is in league safe because yeah. that's the one purpose for that tool existing is to store your money and they're gonna make like 0.8 percent interest off the money as it's held throughout the year and then they give it back to you they'll take it's easy stuff yeah. and you get the safety of it all happening Thirty-five thousand dollars a second prize as well we did our fantasy golf draft feinberg and i have the preview out i was gonna drop the golf draft on monday and then i realized that golf actually starts next week yes we'll be back i thought it was in two weeks i don't know why uh, well you're thinking of the sony open the first i know but i thought it was like two weeks i thought the sony open was in three weeks it just it's 
It, it shouldn't start the first week of January is all I'm saying. Make it the second week of January. There should always be a, a debate here about the longer break in golf because it feels like it never ended. We had Tiger going off all <laughs> December, so it felt like there was actually no break from golf, but definitely good to be back. And DraftKings has huge contests for week one, even for just the Tournament of Champions. 200K up top, two different contests with 100K up top. It's going to be a lot going on for that week, so it should be good. Yeah, my listeners league is also open for that right now, too, if you want to reserve your spot. That's down in the description. Let's fill the NFL one. So if we can fill the NFL one this week, I'll probably make it a bit smaller for for week 18 people are just less interested in week 18 we'll still do a show for week 18 <laughs> but if we can continue to fill that up pretty quickly they might give me a golf and football one all rake free throughout the playoffs as well which would be a lot a ton of at least for week one and two of the playoffs yeah because then we get into like the championship games and it's basically just a showdown contest yeah exactly there's point. lots of contests out there at that point but like i said for the for the other weeks it should be okay how are you feeling about the injury situation this week? Like, is this going to be a week where you're good with making your lineups Friday and Saturday, make make a final adjustment on Sunday? Or is this a, hey, let's wait till Sunday and see how these injuries shake out, then I'll start to build? I'm not changing much my, my process this week. I mean, 13 games, a lot of games for sure. And there's just some injuries out there. So what I'm mostly going to do is probably same as always, get to Saturday, build up what I can, see where I, where everything lies, and then See how we adjust on Sunday. I will say this. The Sunday adjustments have not been kind this season. If you remember some of the last-minute news come out, Ramondre, just, uh, I think it was, was last week, I believe. Yeah, you go, oh, let's go plug Ramondre in now against Cincinnati. That's going to be a great spot. Nope. The you know A couple weeks before, we had the J.K. Dobbins, Kenyon Drake situation where, oh, he's out. We'll get the other guy in. Let's go. Nope. Not going to work there. So, yeah, you definitely want to be careful with these Sunday late news spots. If you already feel good about your stuff, don't feel inclined that you have to change it. There's definitely spots that will come up in some cases where it makes it just that much better and you feel the need to jam it. But remember, we don't have these $3,000, $4,000 running backs anymore that you're seeing very often at least pop up. 4000 could be a thing, but we don't have that every given week. So I'm, I'm just not adjusting too much based on that. You said there's an awesome tournament this week. Yeah, DraftKings has an incredible tournament. It's not for everyone's bankroll. There's lots of ways to win tickets. You can win them in NBA streets tonight. You can win them over the weekend, I'm sure, on Saturday to get in. They're, they're just pumping it. That's part of the reason it's awesome, by the way, is because some people will get in there with just one lineup. They want off a ticket, which is great for them. It's an excellent opportunity, but there could be mistakes made, so a little bit more casual money in the tournament. The, the tournament's 22 $2,222, whatever, but, uh, or sorry, $2,222, but it is 2,500-ish people. It is a million to first. I think it's five or 400 to second. And it just sorts of trickles down like 400, 300, 200, 100, 100. Very nice uh, setup. You know, it's got a yeah. tur- tournament champions up top. Yeah, million to first, 500K, 300,000, 200,000, 150, 100, 75, 75, 50, 50, 40, 40, 30, 30. It sounds like they've just taken the payout from the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League and yeah. applied it to this tournament. It's, it's very nice. What's the min cash and min p- payout position? Uh, you got the it? min payout, uh, it goes down to as low as 470th place of a tournament of 2,500, okay. and that pays 3,500. Yeah. It, so you, don't get, you don't get double your money, but you get... 1.5. And they're paying out a little more than, you know, the norm, right? So it's it's decent. It's definitely a good tournament if you can get into it. If you can't, there's lots of other great tournaments on there. I just have interest in that. I've already got a couple tickets to it, so I'll probably add two or three more. We'll see how things shake out and how I feel. But it's sort of the last ditch to end of the season. Week 18, we're going to break it down. It's a lot of fun from a strategy perspective, almost the preseason feel, game sitting, mattering, motivation, all those things that we'll talk about. But this is kind of the big last hurrah for, the, for that stuff, so I definitely am interested in that tournament for sure. Uh, additionally... What was I going to say? I'm probably not going to play in the 2222. Okay. I, I won $0 on the main slate last week. <laughs> won it all back on the Christmas slate, which was great. Yeah. 
Uh, Cam Akers, he's good. He is. Very good. That, that was a big game. Thirty was it thirty seven or something? He just went off and crushed. Higby had a big game as well. So Higby and, surprisingly was the tight end four on the entire weekend. Luckily for me, none of the quarterbacks actually went off. Like even if you didn't have Baker, who I think had the best game of the six games, like mm-hmm. no one had Baker for one thing. It's not like he outscored everyone by twenty points. He outscored everyone by like four points. Right. So I had like Rodgers and Brady. I only had two lineups. They were the captains of the lineups and those like overwhelming stacks. But like having Brady and not having Baker wasn't that big for first place. It probably would yeah. Have been. No, I, I think uh, no. Aaron Rodgers was in the the winning lineup, right? And it was with Aaron Rodgers, but then it had Higby. And, and Akers, Akers, right? Probably had, Rams D somehow. Yeah, I think it had like Lazard or something. Something. Yeah, it had like the three Rams. We looked at it on, on RPS just to check it out, and I think it was like that. But that was the point. Even as much as people complained about Aaron Rodgers not coming through, he still ended up being on the winner. So it's just the way it shakes out on some of those shorter slates. The thing that I think you need to look at the next two weeks, and I'm going to use runthesims.com because I always do, uh, runthesims.com slash mayo to get yourself 10% off. Projections, very important for me this week, especially on Sunday morning, once we know the active and inactive news. Next week, if you have a projection provider that you trust for week 18, that could be a print fest if it's right. Yeah. Definitely. It goes back. You talk about Run the Sims is definitely a spot to look at because it's going to shake out everything to get that. You know, and we, we joke about it, but the XFL, the preseason type feel, what's done well at that? Run the Sims with Justin's stuff over there. So I think that's definitely a spot to check out. You talked about it, promo code Mayo. It's a good spot to use. And next week, even more so when there's going to be a lot of who? Who is that? What's Is that a real guy? Is this a creative player? What? You, you got to have stuff like that. So what was the Bills running back either last year or the year before week 18? Do you remember this guy? He scored like three touchdowns, Paul. Will, something, it may have been Avery Williams. It was something Williams. Yeah, a creative player. I forget his name now. I'm, I'm the worst for memory with that stuff, but there's a lot of guys. Even like last night with Tennessee. people. I mean, they played Dobbs, which was surprising and over Malik Willis. Racy McMath. Racy McMath is getting a 39-yard bomb. Julius Chestnut, Joey's long-lost cousin from the <laughs> hot dog eating contest was in there. There's a lot of different stuff going on in these games that if you don't have something, like you mentioned, you're, you're probably going to be behind. So now would be the time to get it, and then you can apply it to other sports and things upcoming too. So Yeah, we got uh, F1, NASCAR. I think MMA is going to be dropping soon in terms of projections. Projections and lineup builders up there. So, yeah, yeah. runthesims.com slash mail. Optimal lineup for the main slate as it's projected right now. Gardner Minshew is the quarterback, although Hurts has the potential to start. I don't <laughs> think that he's going to play. But as of right now, it's Minshew, ETN, and Ramondre Stevenson. Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, who has a hip injury, so you have to keep an eye on him. Jacoby Myers, Tyler Conklin, Christian McCaffrey in the flex. And 49ers D. Don't like that lineup. Who was the two running backs again? Uh, Ramondre and Etienne. Etienne, of course. Okay, that's what I thought you said at first. I heard Ramondre, but okay. Yeah, I, I don't personally love it. Like you said, I mean, the best ball bros are out there. Fingers crossed for this situation with Hertz. That's what got them all to the finals. So they're hoping that that's true. Sirianni might be just leading them on. We'll wait and see. But when you've got a, a chance to keep it close to the chest or vest, if you will, where you've got a, a quarterback situation like that, that you can just keep it tight. I, I don't I don't blame him for keeping it a secret till the end. We'll wait and see what happens. And Hertz definitely is built differently. The interesting thing, though, Pat, I think, and we'll talk about it when we get into the running back stuff, is like if he played somehow, do you really think they want to jam him three times at the goal line again? Probably not. Yeah, it's sort of like the Fields thing this week where he's getting progressively more and more banged up as the weeks go along, but they really want him to get that all-time yep. rushing record, so they're going to let him run. The Bills did a – I mean, I was dead right. That's why I lost all my money last week because I went all in on Justin Fields, and he was dog shit. <laughs> but the Bills really did – I mean, I don't know if they showed a game plan of how to stop Justin Fields, but as I told Paul, like, well, we were, like, talking about the game afterwards. 
it seemed like all week they just practiced like, oh yeah, we'll just take away Justin Field designed runs. We won't even practice anything else. Yeah. If they can't do that, they can't beat us. It seems pretty good. <laughs> seems like a, a solid plan when you've got guys like Pettis and Pringle and <laughs> others that are out there that you're going to have to find a way for them to make it work. So, I, I mean, I don't hate the game plan. In general, like, you know, I remember the line. I think it was, Justin Fields is going to win me a lot of money this week. And <laughs> then you told me you got zero back on the slate. So, yeah, that, that's the way things go. But you got it back on Christmas, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm still living off a few weeks ago. Yeah, Cash most of that. As people know, like, when I get the big win, I always immediately cash out. Yeah. The first time I hit a big win, <laughs> I did not immediately cash out. It took me, like, $5,000. I like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm just <laughs> losing all this money back immediately. You never want to have the ability to click that drop down on, like, the 22 just to check it out yeah, and just, be like, Oh, I, yeah. can, I can enter that. Yeah, so like, yeah, I'll play in. I'll play in like five two hundred dollar single click, entries. I'll click. do well in one of them. No, yeah. no, not happening. Yeah. Probably the key is not playing the same lineup in all of the single <laughs> entries, as I found out. So I think you can tweak this optimal lineup and not make it all that bad. Like I don't trust Tyler Conklin at all. Although Mike White is back this week, and it also has Garrett Wilson in it because they're both good values. If you just swapped out Gardner Minshew for Mike White. And if you didn't like ETN because you don't know about the Jags game plan, subbed in Ken Walker, I think that fits. And then all of a sudden this lineup looks a lot better. Yeah. One thing we never did on this show, because we've switched to this format. I get all the messages. People love it. All of that. I've wait, never. Wait till golf when we try to do this. Oh, I think when we switch, I mean, someone already asked me that. Are you guys going to do the we golf have... show how you used to do? Or are you going to do it kind of like what you switched to I in NFL? I, I would was... prefer to do it this way. Yeah, I think this truth. is a good way. And we're going to see a lot of stuff with that that's going to be interesting for folks out there listening and watching for the game theory side of it. And like, oh, this skips the 6K range entirely. And everyone's playing this value play. And we can just do this. And looking at, I think it's going to be a really good show, a feature show, of course. Well, it, it'll be good too, because I think we can incorporate from your guys' show. Kenny's cash game cornerstones. Yeah. We could even start with that. It's a bit of a cross promotion of the show. Yes. Get Kenny's four guys in there and be like, how do we build off of this? Play how against do, that. How do we take one of these guys out and sub it to this guy to make it a GPP lineup kind of thing? Yeah. So remind me just the last thoughts. What I was going to say, because we're going to get to this in a second. You know, we've always been doing the projections lately and saying, okay, this one's five better or what we like about that. So after Minshew, Stevenson, ETN, Garrett Wilson, what was the other ones? Christian Watson. Okay. And again, we know there's injuries, guys, that can yeah. happen and stuff, but we'll put it in for now. Watson. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby. Tyler Conklin. Conklin. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Niners D. My projection has it 148.95. Well, that's that's a big projection. With 121% combined ownership. I know mine won't have that, but I can just say as far as what I've seen, this definitely projects the best of some of the stuff I looked at last night, this morning in preparation for the show. It's right there. Again, my stuff is projecting differently, but not the same number as you, but it's the highest that I have. It's at 126. Again, it, we have optimistic projections, apparently. More adjusted as well, exactly. So just uh, keep that in I, mind. In fairness, I have my projection set to the 80th percentile, not the medium projection. Yes. Because I'm playing GPPs. I want upside that, that, baked that's into my projection. That, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, mine is definitely more median. So if you look at this, Pat, one of the first things I look at, and then we'll get to messing around with it, but like when you have Wilson and Conklin, I know you also have Ramondre and Jacoby. But if you wanted to split that up with Minshew, I mean, you could go to – what's your thoughts on Mike White this week? We got him coming that's back. That's what I'm saying. You could play Mike White and Ken Walker instead of ETN, and now you have a game stack. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at now is if I take him out, who is the – It uh, probably projects way worse because I think the projections like Minshew a lot. Yeah. 
It's a pretty good spot. A team you can't really run on, a team you can pass all over, and Minshew looked pretty capable against. And, I mean, that's one of the outdoor games. If we had, if we had talked about this briefly last week, but, like, are you targeting indoor versus outdoor with all of the weather? If you had just used all the guys from the indoor games, you fucking crushed last week. Yeah, last week. week that was a print fest. You could do whatever you wanted to. Even if the, It didn't fully work out, but the Daniel Jones side, we liked Hodgins. Like, you could have him, Hodgins, Richie James. And then just the Eagles-Cowboys game. Run it back with Jefferson and Hawkinson. Do what we always talk about on the show where you use up your three wide receiver spots on just that game and then you could almost fit I know McCaffrey didn't come through but you could fit one of McCaffrey Henry you could fit up a pretty good other spot any defense you wanted and then make it all work and you had a great lineup last week so that was something to keep in touch with and then this week obviously we've got a similar setup with Detroit Chicago I think that total is at least five if not six points higher than some of the other ones in some cases so maybe only four now if Green Bay Minnesota came up some but just a note where that game is looking pretty good. Yeah, and Green, remember, Green Bay, Minnesota is in Green Bay. I'm, right. I'm sure it's not going to be a pleasant outdoors there. And I don't know. I, I don't. Maybe maybe the Minnesota side of that game. I just don't have a ton of interest in the Green Bay side of that game. Unless Aaron Jones sits. Then A.J. Dillon becomes a super play. Yeah. But I think that Jones is going to play. And then it just mucks everything up. Like there's, It's a lot like the... They're like the shitty version of Kansas City because Rodgers doesn't really throw for any touchdowns, but he could throw to anyone. There's like eight guys he could throw to. Definitely a huge challenge with the same thing why I always keep going back to the home situation. It's the same thing there in that sense. Now, like you said, if we have Watson out, if we have Jones out, I don't even know if we will, like you said, but it's the way it's setting up. Then things tighten up a little bit where at least then you can go to the same situation of what we did last week with the Giants where you just knew it was those three or four guys that you just had to mix and match with. Here, very similar, but I, again, I don't know fully if people are going to completely chase Hawkinson as well to the, to the fullest extent. That's I guess. probably a good idea not to chase Hawkinson. Like the guy has forty, he has two forty point games this year, and he's like been kind of crappy in all the other ones. Yeah, I guess since he's got there, though, that's the only thing I will say is that you know, good sixteen nine eight six six nine ten. Like this is the thing. What we always say too. Am I expecting thirty nine from Hawkinson this week? Absolutely not. But can he get you twenty and still crush at that position if? Again, look at look at the position. It all comes down to it. it's a onesie position. You have to figure it out. It makes sense to stack in with your quarterbacks in most cases. But if you do look at it from the perspective of Kelsey's very expensive. Kittle, we have to wait and monitor the Debo situation because if Debo, I mean, his production has been a product of Debo out. They would be crazy to bring Debo back this I, week. If you I, want to give him some run next week, I understand that to get him ready for the yes. playoffs. But like, you need this guy in the playoffs. But I think that's an important injury to monitor because of that. It really, to me, it would erase Kittle from the pool. I, I don't think Debo's playing for yeah. what it's worth. That, that's good. To, that's good to be on top of. I'm saying that's the difference at 5,900. For but again, you got to look at what's below him. You've got. Uh, you know, 5,400 is pretty cheap considering 8,100 for Kelsey in this spot. Mm-hmm. You need the savings. Top five plays of the week per run the Sims and uh, just their opt- how often they appear in the optimal lineup. You want to give a guess of the top five? I already told you one of them. He's number four. Ramondre. Ramondre's number one. Yeah. ETN? ETN's number six. Oh, he's just outside. Garrett Wilson? Garrett Wilson's number seven. Jeez, I'm just missing up top. Who's... Who's up there, Pat? McCaffrey? McCaffrey's number two. Yeah. Barkley? Uh, no. Barkley's like number 11. It's Keenan Allen, number three. Chris Godwin, number four. And Travis Kelsey, number five. Yeah, see how bad my memory is? You told me Godwin. I told show. you Godwin like, <laughs> a minute before the show yes, started. Yes, that's perfect. But-, but he has the best optimal rate, which means projected owner projected ownership, optimal rate minus ownership. His is off the charts because apparently no one is using Chris Godwin this week. And no one's using Keenan Allen, at least from what I can tell. So that's, I have that's at, another interesting one, too. I am at 13%. 
Yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that. I don't see people going to him very much because there's just so many options and so many games across the board. He's pretty expensive. Yeah. 7,000. I mean, I don't know what you're seeing, but obviously people are going to be playing Amon Ra in that game, the total, yeah. everything that we talked about with it. He's number eight for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, pe- people like Garrett Wilson. Now that we have Mike White back, probably a good reason. Right? You know, it's a good play. It makes sense to me. I'm not sure. Uh, what does he show up optimal versus ownership? Like, how, how is he looking from a leverage perspective? Garrett Wilson has a minus 2% optimal rate. 17 projected ownership, 15% optimal rate. I think yeah. he's a great play, though. That's what I have him about at, too, so I would agree there. Okay. And then just going down the board, I mean, some of the other guys. Then It really does start to level out this week, though, when you have this many games on the board. And, again, we'll have injuries and stuff that play into it. But I think at both wide receiver and running back, quarterback always levels out. But even at running back, you just don't see much outside of, like, Ramondre, CMC, and ETN, who we mentioned. Maybe then it's Barkley. But after that, the you know the stuff sort of balances out from there. A lot of guys in the 5K, 6K range. Yeah, it's like the Tower Algiers of the world at 5,300. He's getting some ownership. He, I was going to say, he might be the most popular value guy. I can see that. Like yeah, he, he his, get... his optimal rate, not strong versus like his leverage rate. He's 11% owned. He appears in the optimal 3% of the time. What is, do you have Drake London's? Uh, just I, out of curiosity. Yeah, I mean, I have it. I'm just, if you're, yeah, I meant like, so how, where's he uh, at? He has a minus 2% leverage rate, 10 per, or 11% ownership, 8% optimal rate. More optimal than Algier, though. Oh, yeah, stuff. way more, yeah. Three so that's times. the interesting part. And this is one I never quite understand. Again, obviously, Desmond Ritter's there, and you can do whatever you wanted with that information. But when you see, like, Algier getting some ownership, 15 to 20% range, you see London getting some ownership in, in you know an upper range as a cheaper guy and getting all those targets lately, especially since Ritter's been at the helm. It's like, what are, are people really just playing those two together or is one of those ownership projections really wrong? Probably one of them is really wrong. That's, that's what the season's been like. So that's or for the people that aren't using Drake London, like if they're using Drake London in a line, it, it might depend on how much money you need, to be perfectly honest with you, because how much is London? London is 4,900. So if you had a bit more money, the guess for me would be you would use Algier at 53. If you didn't have that money, maybe you'd want to use London. Like they're two of the better value, like just below mid-range value guys this week. Like Garrett Wilson's now 55. And for weeks, it was was like Zay Jones. Like Zay Jones was just 47 and 49. It's like, oh, if I need to have some savings, I'll just automatically use this guy. It feels like those two are the one-offs from those games that people are kind of interchanging between based on how much money they have left. I agree. My thoughts would be quite simple, is that Garrett Wilson's only 600 bucks more. Use him. So your, people are going to go to him, I think. And people also will need, again, when we get to it, there's we can make up stories for a lot of these guys at wide receiver value plays, but there is much less value there, I think, than having these 5K guys at the running back position, where I definitely agreed with you that Algier would be the top of the list for people looking for a cheaper value running back that they trust. So I think Algier's ownership would be more closer to accurate making your your leverage spot really good to just fade him because of that. And I think you would see less usage of what ownership projections think of Drake London right now because they can just, they'll already have Garrett Wilson's and guys like that around him and they probably have Algier or nobody. I I do have a question and I don't quite understand this. Maybe the ownership projections are just off. Why is Algier at $5,300 projected to be higher owned than Brian Robinson, who's $5,200 in like the best matchup of the week with a banged up Antonio Gibson? The Washington offense is not good. I think maybe that's why. I don't know. Atlanta's not that good either, but I guess it's just, again, what what have you done for me lately? I don't know, man. This is a guy who's going to carry the ball 20 times Yeah, I, I against do. Cleveland. What What's his uh, optimal percentage showing up at? Because, again, it's is, just it, the, all it, it is is the game log watchers. It, that's why. His optimal rate is 
uh, it's higher than Algiers. It's 4.2%. But his ownership is only 9%. He has a bad leverage score, but he rates out he's lesser owned than Algier. And his optimal rate is higher than Algier, and he's cheaper. Yeah, I don't hate it. Again, like I said, the matchup got better. And what did people... I mean, this is the thing. People will game log watch and see the last two or three scores from Robinson, bad. The last couple scores from Algier, good. Oh, Algier's taking it over. I get that. And I'll use some of this week in game stacks or mini stacks and things along those lines. But when you look last week, 22 attempts for Brian Robinson. And it's, of course, what do you expect out of it? He's playing San Francisco. It's not going to go very well, but when you know the other guy's out and he's going to be in, I definitely don't hate that. I think it's a way that you can get a little bit different. It's also a hundred bucks cheaper, just an added note. But yeah, I don't hate it at 5,200 bucks this week. I would almost prefer Gibson not be out. Because if he's out, everyone's just going to go to Brian Robinson. Because that only makes a lot. Like he becomes one of the better plays on the slate. I think at fifty two hundred dollars for a running back, yeah, that's going to have ninety percent of the workload. At least if Gibson is like limited. I know he didn't practice on Thursday. We don't know about Friday yet. But all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, no, with Gibson is in, you know, it's going to be a sixty forty split. It probably won't be because the guy's hurt anyway. Yeah. But at least it gives you a bit of cover there. The thing, like I, you said, is just the Robinson attempts too. Like just tying it in with that has been pretty incredible. I mean. Every week, it's just 22, 21, 18, 15, 26 with a 12 in there. Like, those are all pretty solid. So, yeah, I don't hate that at all. And maybe, I mean, if Gibson is limited or banged up, maybe you see an uptick in the receiving game. At least maybe he'll be on the field for those snaps. Yeah. And he's been getting one, one, two, two target. Like, he's not getting a lot of targets. So I wouldn't add that into your mix. But that's the bonus. That's the, the gravy on top, if you will. If you can get that, even better. So the other one I wanted to look at in terms of cheap running backs was Jamal Williams at five thousand yeah. dollars. That this screams a ton of sense here. It's good flop lag because they couldn't use him last week because they were down in the game. But every time they got near the goal line, they gave one to Justin Jackson, I think. But you know, we're near the goal line. It didn't happen a ton, and they had to throw a ton, which meant a lot of DeAndre Swift. But every time that they ran near the goal line, it was still with Jamal Williams. Now they're six point favorites. Terrible defense. This screams like the three touchdown game. And now he's five thousand bucks, not sixty five hundred. Yeah, he's going to go into a lot of our lineups, I think, this week because anything we're not doing with the golf stack. Why are you not taking a piece of this guy as a six-point favorite at home? They should be able to move it against Chicago. It's already a great matchup on the ground. All of these factors. And again, you can try and make Swift work again if you want. He's 300 bucks. more. Why are people trying to make Swift work? I only try and make him work in game stacks because I think that's how it works. It's either he sets off the tone and it goes that way or else not. But definitely like it. I, I, what's the injury situation on Williams right now? Still Q-tag? Is he, he's going to play, I assume. I, I don't even see a Q-tag on him anymore. Okay, should be good then. That, that's why I was wondering. I, I didn't check the latest, but usually do that Friday after, once we get the final updates. But what I was going to say, too, is there's actually a little prop. We never talked this stuff, but I saw someone post it last night. It worked for Zeke. First touchdown. So Dallas scores the first touchdown in games a lot more than most. And when they do, Zeke was the number attached to it. It was like nine and five. I forget. Apologize to whoever posted it. It was great information. If I find it, I'll put it in the tidbits or retweet it out. But it was just interesting. But the next best version of the Zeke first touchdown last night Is Jamal was Jamal Williams in this spot. And they're at home. And it literally lined up perfectly. So I was just looking for the first touchdown bet on Jamal Williams. And it's plus 600 for the first touchdown. So I, I like that quite a bit. I'm just going to do it and try it. So just a quick note, but I like them. And the reason, like I said, Pat, we'll put them in a lot of lineups is because when you, we talk about this all the time, if you're not going to play that game stack and you're going to go completely away from it from a stacking perspective, which we will, if you're, if you're playing any type of multi-entry, you're probably not just jamming that game all in. Mind you, to your point, last week it could have worked with Minnesota New York Giants. Here though, I think you're going to want a piece of it. And why not go to the guy like him who would definitely leverage Jared Goff as what looks like the highest owned quarterback on the slate. The top outside of Barkley last week, the top end running backs failed by and large. Mm -hmm. 
Is there a top end running back this week that you actually do like? Yeah, the guy that failed last week, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Nine nine grand's a lot. That's perfect. We he, the best part is, it, is I, well, not only nine grand, twenty six percent ownership too. Yeah, that's wait, that's too light for for how I mean how, what he does on this slate. It's him. Who is it? Him, Jefferson, Ramon. I mean, I would put Ramondre into that. I, would, I mean, if, if Harris is out against yeah. against Miami. Yeah, he goes up in there, but I'm just saying, like, it's... Yeah, there, there's, like, four or five guys on this slate max that I think that can pop 40-plus, and he's definitely one of them. So if you're not including him in your tournament lineups, I think it's a mistake even at that ownership. And the best part is, I think the ownership will just see how it goes, but it probably tweaks and tweaks as the week goes on because he's more money than last week after busting. So, 20, you know, he went up in price. Last week, what was he, 8900 8800 yeah. it, it looked better. It was Last week was Best Buy pricing. This week, no, he's the premium model, so you're going to have to pay up 9000 I don't mind that. It does go the same, I will say this, with Jefferson at 9500 for a receiver. That That's a lot, but he's a receiver that has a, you know, a floor of, like, 20 and, and goes up from there. So, it, it's Yeah, tough. but he, he's entering, like, Cooper Cup territory right now, though, right? Yeah, he is, which, how, let me ask you this. Actually, that's a good line you just said, so I want to clarify. What are you calling Cooper Cup territory? Well, you, I mean, with the first few weeks of the year, like, Cooper, I think Cooper Cup averaged for the first few weeks of the year until he got hurt, something like 28 DraftKings points a week. Yes. Yet he never showed up in any of the winning lineups. So we're us. We're, we're syncing up here as the season gets goes on. It's perfect. That's what I was. I thought you were going to say you know, where he's like almost like he's just going to cross. No, like that, but he's up at that price now where yeah. Cup was. It's like he, he might get you 35 and not be needed. Yeah, that that's exactly true. That That's what I was going to bring up now at running back, because, again, we do have all these other options. But remember, we're making cases for a lot of these other options. The only real case against McCaffrey is the failure last week. I mean, there's even, I think, a, a potential that Jordan Mason is out this week behind him. So it's like there's oh, even Tyrion, less. Tyrion David Price. Yeah, they could it could roll with him, TDP, but I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, man. I, I just think it's a good spot to go back to here. He's not my favorite play on the slate or something, but I definitely think you'd want exposure to him in your tournaments. I have to ask, for almost $2,000 cheaper, and I don't know what the price difference in terms of like points per dollar and how this really works out. But doesn't James Conner just do everything McCaffrey does at the moment? He does, but again, would have to. I'll look it up to see. But I think it's again you're looking for. I mean, I feel like upside. I mean, upside wise, nowhere near the ceiling from from overall. Ah. He's 25 max all ah. season long. Really? He's only yeah. 25. Didn't I guess you know, they don't score that many. And, and it's like the four times that he did it versus McCaffrey's. Well, that last week was a bust at 14, but you go 29, 32, 29. You go through the season 40 before he got traded, 23, 25, 24. And he was in the worst spot for that in the setup that he was in there. Like, again, these are just different types of numbers. So I'm just saying, I'll go back. I'm playing two things about James Conner. One, I'm definitely playing him. Two, the opposite side of Algier. And again, you pay for it. You pay almost two grand more, but that's, you know, what's his ownership? It's going to be very similar. Yeah, I have James Conner at 18. I have him as the yeah, third highest. I think there's similar player. ownerships, but it changes your build. And, and you're going you to decide that, that should be better. Like, that, that's an exact example where you could do something like that. So uh, I'll definitely have interest in him as well. We'll see how the ownership shakes out as the week goes on, but he looks good at 7,200 as of right now. If I want to talk myself into a low-owned guy right now, projections don't like him. I don't think anyone likes him because he has 3% ownership. Why not David Montgomery? Ugh. We just watched Chuba Hubbard and Donta Foreman eat these idiots up. Yeah. I, and Montgomery I mean, continues to produce, albeit on a very small scale. But this is a fantastic matchup with a high game total. He is the player in this game that no one is using. Yes. And, you know, that does make sense, too, from that perspective. The, the one thing you brought up is just how they could just 
couldn't do anything on the ground against Carolina last week. That was embarrassing for Detroit. They were literally looking around at each other like, who is going to play defense? They're like, you are on defense. You play it. Like, they're looking at each other. It's your job, too. And, and that's what the battle was that they were having. And it was just incredible, you know, the numbers these guys had on them on the ground. So it would make sense from that perspective. The other thing you did bring it up earlier to chime in and just tie it together was with the Justin Fields stuff. And we talked about it with the the Hurts, with the, if he somehow did come back and play. Like, don't they want to kind of protect these guys a little bit. I don't know as much for Chicago, obviously as much as Philly would, but just in in general, you could run it more with a guy like Montgomery and get there. Do you trust the Jags to play all their guys? They say they're going to. I I do, weirdly enough. Yeah, I I mean, look, I don't play into that. Last night, that was a big, you know, I almost had a huge night in showdown because of that, because everyone, oh, they're going to sit them at the half. There's no way Dallas is going to be needed. Like, that's just not how these teams are built. They're just going to go out. First of all, they have to get there to be able to sit guys. So put it this way, if the Jags sit their guys, like aren't they already up pretty good now? I guess the only difference here would be the Jags are in the same situation as Tennessee was in last night, right? It's the last game yeah. that matters. For, for all of the speculation about like, well, the Jags could still technically clinch a wild card spot even if they lose to Tennessee next week, that is true. It's like 0.6%. Yeah. likelihood of happening. I still so I wouldn't think be, I wouldn't be gaming win. for that. I would lean with you. I don't like to play those scenarios as much anyway. I think it's like when people try and build for a blowout in NBA and all these other sports that people play and they try and do different situations. Oh, I'm going to use this guy in my golf lineup because this other guy sucks on Sunday. So even if he makes the cut, he's going to suck on Sunday. Like these are <laughs> dumb. Get him, get him to Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Just, you want the guy that can play on Sunday. It's the same thing here. You want the guys you think are going to be in the game. If you think they're going to sit, you could, you could skip it, but I'm, I'm going to play it as if they're playing. And I think there's potential here, Pat too. I'm not sure if we'll get to it when we're building, but but in the pass attack while leaving ETN out, because as we've dis- discovered on this show, uh, some weeks on opposite sides of this theory, but ETN does not catch passes. He's not. He, a, he does not. No, he's not a true. pass catching back. So if you are going to leverage him this week in the best running back matchup in sports, in football, I should say, you've got a spot here where you can go to Lawrence, Kirk, Zay Jones, Ingram, Dunn. Use two of them. Be done with it. You've got your stack. Let's talk. We'll get to receivers as a part of the stacks. And like the five thousand dollar range is very interesting here. Like you even have your Dion. I mean, not, you have your Zach Moss at fifty four hundred dollars. But even above that, like Jarek is six thousand. Cam Akers is sixty one hundred. Kenneth Walker is sixty two hundred. It's a pretty good prices for all of those guys. Yeah, I personally no one's using Cam Akers either. Coming off thirty eight points against. I mean, yes, the Chargers defense has been a lot better, but all they're gonna do is try and run. One thing I didn't look up was what is how much pass catching work did he get last week. I didn't I'm pulling look, it now just to see. I didn't look at that either. 49 of the 65 snaps. He got 23 attempts. He did get two targets still as well. I just wondered because I feel like they didn't have to. The only time they passed, they passed to Higby. That was it. Yeah, they didn't get a lot of that. But that's what the only reason I asked that. And that's why I wonder for this. I'm definitely not playing Baker. But if um, I believe Bosa got activated for, for the Chargers. Oh, good. So we can get hurt. Well, he comes back again. I mean, that's a lot of pressure coming at you. I mean, the check downs could be even more in there and so again Higby's another guy I don't think it's as much chasing as if you got the Chargers coming at you I think there's definite look the guy just catches the ball and falls on it but if they're eight yards a piece and he's getting eight of those they add up and then if he gets one in the end zone or whatever could happen I definitely think it's a possibility but back to your play here one more guy you didn't mention that I will just bring up I just have a feeling it's going to happen one of these weeks and why not not this week yeah I'd be I play it every week and it doesn't happen no when I could have just been playing Jarek and printing money yeah, that might be over, though. Look, everyone thought... I've, they, I've said that for the past three weeks. Everyone it's, it's thought never they got over. there last week, and he got his 12. That ain't enough. You, you need more than that. Pacheco is going to have a week here, so I don't know. I don't love him, but I just thought, thought I'd bring that up when you were mentioning Moss and guys like that, and he's also a little bit of a pivot there, considering he's squeezed between 
you know, Fournette, AJ Dillon, if it becomes a thing, Algier down below, all of that where you could get to him. So not my favorite, but just one I would definitely bring up here. And again, what's the Kansas City team total? Like, it's got to be it's very high. Yeah. So how, how do you get access to those points? Because, you know, I'm not playing Mahomes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply defenses oh yeah is there anyone at the bottom that we can just fill lineups with i consider those guys i mean close enough to the bottom i don't see anything way down i think people will play new orleans again if they go in the sense that if it's going to be Minshew, they'll just do it because Minshew chucks panthers who panthers at 24 against the bucks brady just keeps throwing picks yeah it's possible jc horn probably not going to play but that that does suck for this but I mean, I don't think that's terrible. Houston against the Jags. Of note, when we get to Detroit, Chark, mean, Chark got Horn early in the game, and then Horn got injured, and Chark had the game. But I still, you know, bitter about that one. Every time I go against Chark, he has a hundred yards. Every time I believe he's going to do something, he has one yard. I think whatever side you go on, he just gets almost a hundred. He has ninety-eight, ninety-four. He has a bunch of games where he didn't get the bonus. But yeah, we'll talk about him when we stack that game up. But yeah, um, what about the? the Patriots yeah I mean I think the Patriots are the default answer down here at $2,600 I, I think San Francisco is though right I, I think mean, everyone's playing San Francisco at 2900 yeah I mean that when I look at the ownership San Francisco 15% New England 12% what is it Stidham yeah so I, I mean the, the only thing I will say about that and again I don't know how high they'll get do you think a defense do you think San Francisco if they are the D this week gets to 40% or something stupid I could see it I mean if they if they were held in check at like 15 They'd be a great play. I think that's great. I, I, you know, I don't want to put like an 
obligatory number. Like, oh, if it's 16, you can't do it. I'm not saying that. No, are I they mean, go, are they going to be owned by half the field uh, or not? If they're going to be 40%, I have a problem. The only reason I say I like it a little bit more than some of these other situations is don't you think Vegas wants to do something with Stidham? Like, let's let them try and try. Let's get Devontae Adams involved. Let's try and make these things happen. I don't know if they know they know what they want to do. That's what I'm wondering. But you cannot run on San Francisco, man. We just saw it. We talked about it. 22 attempts. Robinson is capable. Does not go anywhere with 22 attempts. So if in this situation, is Jacobs going to have a, a big spot here? Like Jacobs was interviewed after the game last week, like he's packing up shop and heading out. Like he's not looking very happy to be in the situation he's in. They've now benched their quarterback. They've got a lot going on. So I definitely could see a spot here where San Fran just pounds them. And maybe you do with like, a, again, if you if McCaffrey's too high ownership for you, you could plug in, uh, just double down on the ownership and take both the highest on in, in McCaffrey and San Fran and get different elsewhere within your lineup. But then I also kind of like Ramondre with New England. If you did want to pair up the running back DST, you don't have to do it. I'm just saying. If it wasn't going to be those two, because I think those two were the very obvious choices here. Yeah. I do have one more I really like. Same here, but who's yours? Cardinals at 3,000. They're fine. Probably I would go down actually. What, what, what about Tampa Bay just versus Carolina? I mean, I like that as well. I, I would prefer to play Arizona. Okay. I, I got one. I just found that that was cheap now. Jets. Nope. $2,300 green Bay Packers. Okay. Especially if it becomes, I mean, I, again, I'm, I don't always pair these up, but if you wanted to, you could, I'm just saying like if Dylan became a thing with them, by all means go ahead, but you don't need to, but this is a game that has a decent total. If you're not going to get, you know, your Jefferson's, your Hawkinson's in there, it is, it's not prime time, but it's different time slot than starting slot time. So it is still Kirk Cousins, guys. Remember, he's going into Lambeau. Uh, not necessarily the best place to walk into. So I think there's definitely a possibility here to use the Green Bay D at 2300. And it would be pretty enticing if, you know, Jones was somehow out. Or even you just want to be like, man, I don't know about you, but Dylan, we didn't talk a lot about it. So I'm going two places here, but just back to it. Were you watching last week with that game? Like, they were not playing Aaron Jones. Well, he, he hurt his ankle at the end of the first half. They showed but they, that. But they didn't take him out. They were like, oh, no, we'll use you for, like, two carries. Yeah, and as they were putting Dylan in and starting to get even more run after he'd already started off getting a bunch of the run, they're like, someone finally shows the pitcher on Twitter. It's like, oh, there's Dylan starting the run and Aaron Jones in the background on a cart behind the end zone. I'm like, well, that does make more sense now. But I just felt like Dylan was getting the work anyway. And later in the season, it's colder. You've probably seen the size of that guy's quads, quadzilla over there. He's just dominant when it comes to that stuff. And at home in Green Bay, I definitely think it's a spot where you could just use him either way. Where would you like to start with the stacking this week? Well, what quarterback do you want to build around? I think we have to start with the game, the inside game. The, the goof? total. Yeah, why goof, not? Goof stacks? Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. And they build themselves a little bit. and Well, let's well see. they start themselves, I should say. You know Let, where we're going to start. Let's see if I can get to where you're going here. Is there a bring back from the Chicago side? I assume it's Montgomery. Huh? That's actually more interesting. You, now you want, you want Pettis, Springle, I want Komet? Com- Komet. But okay. the best, I, the best a man commit. The only reason I'll say it, like we didn't talk a lot about tight end because it will tie into a lot of our stack building yeah. here. But honestly, if you look at the position, I guess we can spend two minutes on it. Like Kelsey's up top Kittle. We already talked a little bit about Kelsey's expensive and in relative, you know, to the slate, when you've got all those running backs up, maybe you could get to him if you got all these five K running backs, but you still have the guys up top in Barkley, McCaffrey, Connor, the ones we mentioned uh, Ramondre, all those. And then you move over to wide receiver and you have some good plays up there with Jefferson and guys down from there. If you want to go there, I don't know if you can get to Kelsey very easily. Do you have a preference? Like, is there a paid down tight end that you like? The Conklin one at least made sense. Uh, one thing I would say about that though, is the flip side of it. I think you could build like a Mike White, 
Garrett Wilson, Fant. Well, Fant was the one I was looking at. Will Disley out for the year, yes. placed on injured reserve. Lord knows if Lockett's going to play. I don't know if Marquise Goodwin's going to pour Marquise Goodwin. He, like, oh. broke his wrist diving for a ball. Yeah, <laughs> like, he like the screwed second so many. We had good lineups. I know, too, he screwed me at zero points. With him in there. So but, like, God, you, you could see it. He dove, like, he came in with the wrist injury. He dove for the ball and, like, landed on the wrist. Yeah. He was just gone. He came, he tried to come back. They threw it to him, and he couldn't close his hand on the ball. It was definitely Bad a tough news. Scene. Yeah. Bad news. The, the one thing I would say, though, is, again, if you didn't want it, you don't have to double stack Mike White. I probably would, but I'm going to say if you didn't want to. Wilson, then fan. Yeah. You could do that. And you, you know what? Just n- not double stacking Mike White might not be the craziest thing in the world. Well, just because I think then you can just plug in other values where, yes, if the other... I mean, instead of having to choose between Elijah Moore and Corey Davis, for yeah. example and just hope you get it right, you could also just not mess up your lineup, build it a little more balanced. And if one of those guys gets 12 or 13, would it have helped with Mike White? Yes, but was it needed because you'd still get the touchdown attached if that's what it was from, so on and so forth. So just to bring that up, I I thought that was interesting. But yeah, Fant seems good. And also don't forget Metcalf. I'm not saying Sauce can shut him down completely. It's Metcalf. He can do what he wants. I know Lockett's back, things like that. But it, man, is Lockett back for sure? I, I, not for sure. The but dude, I'm saying, dude has a broken finger. It's, it's, oh, you have a guy with a broken wrist, a guy with a broken it, finger, and then Sauce Gardner on DK. Fan seems like the very logical choice It's here. definitely not for sure, but that's why I brought it up, is I think you could get a good little build there with that. We can go there next. Maybe we'll check it out later. But well, yeah. the, uh, the other one I wanted to point to, so Fant is 3,400. People are obviously going to like Conklin at 2,900. I don't like him as much because mm-hmm. it could just be Uzama. At the same time, like we've seen that, although Uzama seemed to be more of a Zach Wilson type guy rather than a Mike White type guy. Yeah, two targets, two touchdowns. Yeah. Perfect. Let's do it. But Hunter Henry is probably going to play. Mm-hmm. He's 3,000 and probably no Jonu Smith. Yeah, there, I mean, there's other options there too. Kate Otten finally got all the work. <laughs> Last week, he's, tw- he's thirty-two. Doesn't matter. He's thirty-two. Logan Thomas with Wentz back, or just be smart and use fucking Evan Ingram at forty-four hundred dollars. That's he's what I was going to score say. like twenty-five <laughs> points. The mid tier is much better, and and even uh, Injoku, I don't mind at forty-one hundred. So I'm just saying that four K range seems like the sweet spot if you're not going up to Hawkinson and those guys up top there. But I like your angle. Let, let's start with that. Let's let's go Goff, Amonra, and then plug in. Montgomery. I, okay, I have I had Kim. You want to do the commit one first? Then yeah, we, we can, can do the commit one first. It. So we have fifty five hundred dollars per player after going Goff, Chark, Amon, Ron, Komet. I gotta sort this by price. Make this easier. Okay. So um, Con- Connor and Drake London. Who who did you say? The, did you put four guys into this? No, no. Goff, Chark, Saint Brown, and Komet. Yeah, four guys, and I'm glad because I was saying I hope you put Chark in there. Yeah, let's do oh, Chark. Yeah. We're back to the well on Chark. Okay. Yeah. So one catch Good. for nine yards. No. Coming out for DJ Chark. What is his actual numbers here? 108, 94, 98, three of his last four. 108, 18, 94, 98, 16. Yeah, there's so, some variance there, Pat. A little bit of variance. Yeah, we'll take it in this case. I, I think he's okay. I mean, I don't even know who, you, who else well, he's He's 4,300 bucks, and he's a guy who could go six for 100 with a touchdown. Like, I, I get would, it. Would you ever do Jared Goff, Jamal Williams, and Chark? And just, or sorry, and uh, Amonra, and hope that, you know, you're. It's just a blowout? And hope that they just smash them. You don't even necessarily need the D as much as if it just, what if that's where the touchdowns come from? That is the three seemingly most like, I mean, of course, Zilstra, three touchdowns last week. Insane. Were you chasing Zilstra? No, I'm not. Okay. Not doing that. I don't know, man. All right. I'm fine with this way. Let's set it up this way. We use up some spots. You know who, go back to tight end just for one second. You know who is a name that I brought up last week and we both had a good chuckle about? And then he was like weirdly involved in the offense last week was Tommy Tremble. No, the I pa- remember the that. Panthers yes. played more two tight end sets last week than at like any other point over the past four years. Yeah, he's not in my player pool again this week. So, meaning he's twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, if you really need, if you are desperate need 
filling out your lineup, Tommy Tremble is $2,500. <laughs> if you desperately need two catches for eight yards, he is your man. Yeah, I don't even have anybody else. Jelani Woods is 2800 but I would wait on Kylan Granson, but the only reason I brought it up is because he's got the Hawkinson matchup from last week. Yeah. Jelani Woods does, I'm yeah, saying. But it could, a, it could it not be Mo Alleycox? Maybe, but I mean, Jelani Nick Woods is a freak. Also, Nick Foles can't throw. That's a problem. That is a problem, definitely. So back to this lineup. Yeah. So we have those three, or right. those four, with Komet into it. Where do we go now? Ramondre, because we need a mid-tier guy. Okay, I, I would say Ramondre, Connor, Drake London. Let's try it. Connor. Stevenson, Connor, Drake, London. And then you know I'm going to try and plug in that New England defense with Ramon. Okay. Well, and I mean, that saves us a bunch of money. I think that gets us up to Garrett Wilson, if I had to guess. It's more than that. Is it? Oh, it's 100 bucks shy of ETN. God. That, that means that we're, if we're 100 bucks shy of ETN, that means we're right at Ayuk, Ken Walker, Olave if he plays, McLaurin, Cam Akers. Like, they're all right around there. Christian Kirk, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, it's whoever you like the yeah, best out I, of those guys. This is actually a pretty, I mean, George Kittle. <laughs> if Debo's out, double tight ends. Kittle's 59. Yeah, we got the money. I don't know if you, I don't have another defense to go to that I love. I mean, but. you could pay, I mean, if you really wanted to do this, they're $2,600. We could use Niners D and Garrett Wilson. If you, like, if you really like Niners D that much better. I just want to ask you this. What what are your thoughts on Aaron Jones if he does play? I I never play Aaron Jones. Like, I I have no real feel for anything that he's ever going to do. And as long as he doesn't burn me with one of his four touchdown games, I feel like I usually come out pretty well on the other side. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, too. So I was just seeing. um, Could you do? You know what I can do here, though? Oh, no, I can't, actually. Not enough? No, it doesn't work. So, yeah, it'd have to be just pick a seat. The one thing I will say is that, uh, you know, as bad as – I don't love this play, but the Ayuk spot would be huge leverage because everyone's using McCaffrey, everyone's using, McCaffrey, everyone's using the defense, and you've got well, that is actually a build that I wanted to go out with if Debo sits. And we'll get to that. Is Purdy Ayuk Kittle? Yeah, I love that build. I like, no, no one is using that build. That's on my list, so we're good. We're both aligned. So there. let's try to figure this out then. So do you want to go Patriots D? Like I feel like. I know that we have too much money left for Garrett Wilson. I just think objectively Garrett Wilson is one of the best plays on the slate. Like, I don't think he's that far. Like, with Mike White and him getting his 12 targets against the shit defense, like, he should be $7,000 on this slate. He's just underpriced. Yeah. So we throw him in, and for a defense, we have $3,400 left if we want it. Yeah, I just think you could also just throw him in, to your point. Like you said, just yeah. play him. But you could go... Commanders D against Cleveland at 31, Cardinals D, Niners D, Patriots D. It doesn't really matter, but... I found what I like. Because, I mean, you said you'd want to use Ramondre with uh, the Patriots D. I mean, I could use... I have Connor in this lineup. We could go Connor with the Cardinals D. I found what I like, and it projects five points better. What is it? It's just taking out Chark and putting in Garrett Wilson. Oh, that's interesting. And then it lands you on Jamal Williams, and I get what I said. I'm just going to take all the Detroit touchdowns. It's Goff, it's Amonra, it's Jamal Williams, it's a run back with Komet. You've got Connor with London, you've got Ramondre with his defense, and you've got what you just said is possibly the best play on the slate in Garrett Wilson. And it rounds it out, and it's 124. If you remember the original we had was 126. It's two points shy. Still has some ownership in there because some of these are good plays, but it's just way off the board. Like, who's stacking it this way? And you're still in good spots with guys that get volume and targets. 
I like it. It makes sense to me. All right. Let's it won't ru- make sense to everybody because people don't stack Goff, Williams, Amon Ra because they probably don't correlate in the sense that you know how it's going to work. No, but you're you're banking on Detroit scoring five, six touchdowns. If Goff throws two and Williams to rushes Amon for two, and Williams good. gets the bonus and a touchdown or the a touch or a couple of goal, goal line touchdowns, or maybe he gets thrown one by luck or chance because he's on the field when the pass rush hits. Who knows? But Detroit should score touchdowns. They're six point favorites at home and a fifty two point total. And those are the guys that are part of the touchdowns on the field between Goff, Williams, and Amonra. When Zilstra's not doing his job scoring three touchdowns, yeah. these are the guys that are a part of scoring the touchdowns. So I got no problem with it. Also, Komet is $100 more than Ingram. Which is crazy. Which is crazy, but also good when you're doing this stack to say, you know, I can do this and get away with it. So let's try this. Let's take out Komet, though. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to go... I want to plug in Ingram because now you're going to leverage the ETN ownership. Even though Ingram's just as high-owned, again, who knows how it will actually shake out because if both of those are that high-owned, what does it look like? So how about this this core that we're talking about? It's just based off the last build that we did. Goff, St. Brown, Shark, yep. Montgomery, Evan Ingram. And now we have $5,200. Garrett Wilson easily fits into here. I mean, you can... Listen, when we build these out, I'm not worried about the flex spot being in a late game for a late swap. We're just building them to build them yes. at this point. But then you can go Patriots, Ramondre. You can go Cardinals, Connor, if you wanted to. Funny enough, I think we land in the same spot, don't we, pretty much? It's like Acres. I like Acres. Or Jarek, if, if you trust him more and want a piece of that Kansas City or, offense. Or is there any sort of, like, just cheap whatever? Like, who's the cheapest like besides Drake London? Like, Jacoby Myers is 5,000. So use Myers instead of Ramondre in this spot let's see if that nah. do you like Njoku no okay but the only reason I asked it's like it's Ingram and someone like Akers or it's Njoku and ETN how about what's $7,200 get us James Conner actually okay yeah, how so about what this you got here? how about this Goff Amon Ra Chark with Montgomery right Evan Ingram is the tight end I like Brian Robinson a lot so I plugged in Brian Robinson at $5,200. That allows me to use Commander's D at 31 with Garrett Wilson and James Conner. Yeah, I like that. Commander's D with them? Yeah. How much are they? Uh, $3,100. So let me plug that. And you, got, you get them against old noodle arm Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's been really bad, and it leaves you exactly 72 for the... For what, I, what I like, too, is like I said, because Algier is... So you're doubling up in the sense that Algier is $100 more than Brian Robinson, right? So most would have him in that spot. You've already went to Robinson, and now you're also going opposite to say, I'm going to plug in Connors against James Conner sorry, against him. It's 120 but it's pretty off the board, and it makes a lot of sense and could get even better when, if, and when Gibson is ruled out. We'll wait and see what happens there, but it definitely makes sense from that perspective. It's extremely unique. Uh, in comparison to the lineup we just built, too, and only projects for four points less. Where do you want to go next? You want to go to the field side of this? Like, I think we shouldn't overlook fields in this game. I have zero interest in fields, but really? if you want to build it, we could do it. I just think, I, what, what are you doing? I, I don't know. It's him, Komet. Him and Komet. It's, With, I, I would stop there. Could, could you go fields, Komet, Jamal Williams? We, we could do, yeah, I get, you could. Like if you Let's try building it and see how bad it is. That's, right. that's the fun in some of these, and we can do them pretty quick if we just use some of the same guys. Yeah, because we're going to use Garrett Wilson. We're going to get to – I mean, you could probably – this is the lineup you can use Christian McCaffrey, and I'm guessing. We'll see. 
see. We'll go. Remember, Justin Fields is very expensive, seventy nine hundred. No, I, and not I, for what he's capable of and done. I understand where people are going to go with that with the forties, and the upside is legit. And and he's going for records and things like that that they're trying to set up here. But just of note, if you did it that way, so let's do those three. So Fields, Komet, Williams. And then I plugged in McCaffrey and Niners D. Uh, okay. And then I'll plug in Garrett Wilson and Drake London. And we have a wide receiver and a flex spot and $5,100 left. You could easily go Brian Robinson, Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Let's do that then. Let's see what that looks like. See, Ro- Robinson's going to hurt these because I assume he doesn't project very well. But he can get better. So we just want to see, does he project close enough to get there where it can make sense later? Because I know that... Wilson and Myers are going to project well. Yeah, let me see Myers in there. And that leaves 5000 right? If you use Myers, it should leave you 5300 So instead of Algier, you can use Brian Robinson. Who did you use different than me? Because I have Fields, Komet, Williams, McCaffrey, San Francisco D, Myers, Garrett Wilson, and Brian Robinson. I had Drake London in there as well. Instead of? I had Wilson, Drake London, Jacoby Myers. One, two, three is my receivers. So who's your defense then? Patriots? 49ers. Hmm. I show 5K left with Fields, Komet, Williams, yeah. the stack. Then I've got the secondary stack of McCaffrey, San Francisco D. Mm-hmm. Then I've got Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers, mm-hmm. and Brian Robinson. I had Brian Robinson. Yeah, who's your other receiver? It leaves me 5000 for a receiver. You're saying you have $5,300 Drake London in there. The only way I could do $5,300. Drake London's 4900 $4, Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to figure out here. My bad. So yeah. I was thinking that you need, it with 5300 we were dropping down to the New England D. So that one projects for 120 That's the same as the last one, isn't it? Yeah. And it's somehow it's higher owned, though, because London, Wilson, Myers actually has some ownership. Sure. Well, it has McCaffrey in it. McCaffrey's going to be the high. McCaffrey and 49ers D are going to be like the highest owned pairing. The the good news about that one, though, is it did leverage the Ramondre with Myers. Yes. But now let's flip it because now we stay with it. I just want to see what we can get the projection to. Take take McCaffrey out. And the D and go to the other version we had, which was New England with Ramondre. Well, that probably gets us up to a really good receiver at that point, would be my guess. That's what I want to see. Instead of Drake London, you can have 76. someone good. Not quite. Let's see. Throw Fields back in there. Is Mc- there a, McCaffrey, yeah, yeah. Niners, and we'll go Stevenson, Patriots, D. Mm. Uh, and we take out Jacoby Myers as well, right? Yep. So we take out Myers and London, and it leaves you about 6250 for those final two spots if we leave Robinson in. I mean, we don't need to leave Robinson in, obviously. So let's do that. Let's take him out and go back to Ramondre and just set it up as the premium setup that we had. Which, which was Fields to commit with Walt Williams. We get it. Ramondre with the New England D instead of McCaffrey with the 49ers D. Garrett Wilson, our good play. 5,900 left. Is there anyone on Seattle you want to use? Per spot. Besides Fant? That's the only issue. Can we, use, can we go Garrett Wilson, Ken Walker? You can run on the Jets. Yeah, let's do that. I like trying that out because I also like that Walker's not really getting any ownership at all. And again, 26 attempts last week against Kansas city. I know, but he still got the 107 on the ground, got a couple of targets. He had five the week before that. I mean, he's definitely in play. And if you're using Wilson, let's look for a way to use someone that's not being used as much. He's at 6,200 when most are going to ETN for 64. So I do like that. Really wish there was a, I mean, how do you feel about Isaiah Hodgins? Just as a random play. I don't think I'm chasing that. I think we got the good game out of him. How do you feel about Curtis Samuel? Now that Wentz is back at quarterback. I feel like he likes... Dotson? Dotson. Dotson's right there. Because you could go... Because we I keep mentioning like Chris Godwin pops. 
right? I was just going to plug him in. What does that land us on? It gives you $4,700 left. So not enough for Drake London, but Dotson's forty six. That leaves you like Donovan Peoples-Jones, Romeo Dubs, Paris Campbell, K.J. Osborne, Claypool, who's out, Hodgins, Samuel, Dotson, D.J. Chark is right there if you wanted to overload the other side of that game, I suppose. Yeah, I, I kind of like um, what you had. I, I like it just like that. Now, it doesn't project very good because no. – one has John one, Dotson. One se- 117, but yeah, that, that's why. Well, what you could do, I suppose, that instead of – like, if you don't need to play the Garrett Wilson-Ken Walker combo. You can, obviously. Or you could just drop down to – let's see here. How much is D.J. Moore? He's 5,700. That's not going to work out. Who are the running backs just below Ken Walker? Ken Walker's $6,200. So you could have Cam. We got Miles Sanders, A.J. Dillon, Leonard Fournette, Pacheco. You could use Jarek McKinnon and get yourself up to Drake London, I think. Yes. Yep. So it's Dotson and Kenneth Walker for McKinnon and London, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then you have $0 left on the table. I like the first version of this lineup better with McCaffrey. Yeah, it's definitely better. I'm actually going to leave it at that too because that's the one that I would play. It's really interesting that they project almost exactly the same. But still, when you have Goff, the other other one that beat it was the Goff, Chark, Brown, Montgomery – with Wilson, Ingram, James Conner, Brian Robinson, the Washington D. That, that's a pretty good lineup, and it's much less owned and projects better. Okay, so that's that's the Fields build. Where do you want to go next? Did you want to say... Let's, let's try our guy. Dirty Purdy? Yeah, I like it. All right. He's not expensive, so that's good news. The only thing... Okay, you think Debo's out. I mean, I don't know for sure. I don't think that he's going to play. And if he plays, I think he's playing on a limited basis. One thing I will say, so let's. I like the way you're setting it up. We're going to move off of Christian McCaffrey, and we're going to go Ayuk and Kittle. Do we need to go Ayuk and Kittle? Can we just go Purdy Kittle? You could probably just go Purdy Kittle, hope for that explosion again, and it all adds up because you're putting the onesie position with your quarterback. Hopefully it's him that does it. But I was going to say, too, Jawan Jennings is getting more work. If we need the money, if we go Ayuk, and then decide what's it look like when we drop Ayuk to Jennings. You could double stack it up and see what happens. Is there any Raider you want to use? That's the issue. I think you just have to take a shot with Adams. With Adams and just hope it works out? Why don't they just pepper him like... I mean, they sustained some injuries in their secondary. McLaurin got the best of them last week. I have no confidence in Stivum, but... The other thing is you're flipping the build in the sense that it's only five, he's 500 less than McCaffrey. McCaffrey yeah. And you're using se- the separating other side of the that game. money to use it on the opposite side. So, so that gives you $5,000 left per spot. That means Stevenson Patriots works out really well. That leaves you right around 5000 again. You can fit in Garrett Wilson. You need, we need to find someone cheap at running at receiver, basically. I D- think DJ Chark's actually not a bad option here at $4,300 to get you up a little bit, gives you a little piece of that game if you wanted it. Or you could use Jamal Williams. I think we need, I was just going to say, I think we need to use Jamal Williams. This is what we talked about earlier, and it literally makes perfect sense in this spot too. All right, so let's get him, and we'll get Ramondre. And we'll do our Ramondre thing and Patriots see where we D. land. Now we have two receivers and a flex for $5,200. So obviously, I mean, Garrett Wilson and Drake London fit into this lineup pretty well. Well, we have to go to Garrett. We, we have to see, can we get to the same build we had? Garrett but, Wilson... Garrett Wilson is the guy, and then what do we land on? Drake London, and then $5,300 for a flex. It's that Algier Brian Robinson spot. It's like the same lineup, but it's with Brock Purdy. I got an extra piece in you again, though, because I went with Ayuk. You're not going to go with Ayuk? No, I, I didn't use Ayuk. So let's not use him to use London and see what happens. I know what you're saying now. What do you say it leaves us? $5,300. Yeah, so it's our guy. We plug him in. Brian Robinson, boom. 
And we're already hoping that that thing becomes legit anyway. I mean, it's actually... Oh, no, I don't want double Atlanta. We're, and we have London, which leverages Algier, and we go Robinson. This is a nice lineup, 120. The lowest owned of anything we've built yet at 120. And it's only six off our original optimal, which is massive ownership. And it gets you off McCaffrey. It's, it's you, off you, everything, you, you use McCaffrey against everyone else. It's off everything. You're, you're using Adams for 500 bucks less than McCaffrey. You're using Robinson over Algier because you have London. Again, we know London's getting ownership. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, well, let's see how ownership truly shakes out in the end. I think people will need more access to cheap guys at running back to be able to pay up because they don't like the pay down wide receivers. Yeah, th- this is a good lineup here. And also, you, you're using the New England D because you're using San Francisco skill players where you're setting it up that I'm, I'm dropping down that 300 bucks where I think people are going to use the defense against Stidham. You're using Adams in there as well. So yeah, I, I like that one quite a bit too. So in terms of optimal rate, in terms of ownership at quarterback, obviously this isn't going to necessarily translate. Not everyone just stacks up their entire lineup. Although what would you say the percentage of the field that uses a quarterback uses a stack? 80%? Uh, if someone has the numbers, I don't want to guess it. I think it is high, but I don't think it's that high. It, put it this way, it's much higher now than it was three years ago. That's the best way to say it, yes. Goff and Fields do project to be the highest-owned quarterbacks this week. 12%, 9%, nothing critical. Then it's Daniel Jones, Mahomes. Then it actually is Brock Purdy, weirdly enough, to add with Aaron Rodgers and Justin Herbert and yeah. Trevor Lawrence down at 6%. But in terms of optimal rate this week, this is fucking mind-blowing. Who do you think the top five quarterbacks are in optimal this week? Goff and Fields. Nope. Goff? Nope. How's Goff? Not Goff and there? Fields aren't in the top five. That's Seems off. That does seem off, right? Let me just see. Okay, so I'll tell you something. Brady. Yep, number one. Is going to pop because he just always does. Daniel Jones. Uh, Daniel Jones is six. Okay, Mahomes. Mahomes is seven. Wow, then this is Brady, very... Herbert, Rogers, Minshew, Mac Jones. That's insanity. I know. I don't, I don't even know. I, mean, I don't know how that, that works out. It's just no one has a higher projected ceiling this week than Herbert for whatever reason. Yeah. And since they've actually started playing good defense and winning isn't do anything. I think it should include Goff, Fields, Mahomes. I agree. Daniel Jones. Like those guys, at least to me. Now, are, there's not a huge separation here. The okay. top is 6.9%. And when you get down to Daniel Jones, who's like eighth, it's like 5.7%. That's like, why. It's, okay. very flat. it's very flat. If you ran the, the 10,000 simulations again, it probably tells you something different. With all those same names just kind of rearranged. Yeah. But I, I I think what I'm trying to point out is that it's not as, like, Goff and Fields aren't, I mean, they are good plays. We know this. this is why they're going to be so highly owned. Right. But they're not exceptional plays compared to the field because everyone's just kind of level. Like, mm-hmm. if you didn't want to go that way, I get it. I was trying to look at another build right quick just with that same one. If we take out London and go to my guy, Jawan Jennings. Okay. I just wanted to see what that would do because, like, realistically – London could be 12 points, 15 points. Yeah. Jennings. He never scored touchdowns. Doesn't get the points, but he's cheap enough to unlock it. I really don't like it as much. What I'd rather look at is, I guess, Ayuk, because we talked about it at the start, so we can do more with him quickly. This is where I think we have to lose Jamal Williams and get to DJ Chark at receiver, because then it saves us the money. So we have, but then we have to lose Wilson. Do we? I think we have to lose Ramondre. Yeah. Okay, we can lose Ramondre. That's not the end of the world. Because then, oh yeah, it's for sure this. I've got it. It just makes sense. Again, you, you can pick your defense you, at the end, but it, if we take out, it's like it's Algier and Robinson leaves you twenty eight hundred for a defense. I mean, so you play three five k running backs, which is pretty unique, I think, on this slate. 
How do you feel about Zach Moss? He's he's in the mix too. If you want to use him. All right, so we can go Zach Moss. You can take a um, Brian Robinson and go Zach Moss with Algier now that we're not playing London, and it lands you on Patriots D. Or you can just use Jamal Williams instead of Algier, and you still use Patriots D. Well, I'm using. I'm saying if you go Williams, Algier, and Zach Moss. Oh, I have Zach Moss, Jamal Williams, and Brian Robinson. Yeah, same thing. I, I just meant yeah. The, I was just saying because we're not using London now. I'm flipping you back can, yeah. I, I just I, listen. I, how convinced are you that Algier is going to outscore Cordero Patterson? No, you know I, what I can no use? idea. You like know, the, I could use the range finder to figure this out. I bet you it likes Cordero Patterson more because yeah, do it. The, right. the, we the we used that last week. It did not work on somebody. But no, it, it, def- on it definitely worked on DK versus Marquise Goodwood. When yes, it was it, like, it no, don't do that, please. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Side one, we're going to have... Who, who were the two players that I said? Algier? Algier versus Corderell Patterson, yeah. Algier versus Corderell. This lineup does not project very good either. Shocking. <laughs> pretty okay. bad. Let's calculate this. Let's run 10,000 simulations. It's also because London basically is Ayuk. R- injuries or not, he's going to score the same or more just on pure volume problem. Yeah, and maybe he sneaks if he sneaks into the end zone like he's a must have. It's just like what does Purdy do to get there? That's the thing. He's if he gets dragged along, it's going to be with those guys. So Cordero beats Algier and DraftKings points 54% of the time. So it's like a coin flip. Yeah, that's But the upside for Cordero is high, like the Do um do Brian Robinson Gibson. Ooh, that's interesting. Brian, you can do these for 2v2 by the way. What's the difference between Brian Robinson and Brian Robinson Jr.? Oh, boy. Uh, an extra row in an Excel spreadsheet that I, feeds I, into the soft. Yeah, that, the that's, that's never fun, though. No. Uh, let's see. So Gibson. Oh, Gibby. And deselect and go to Robinson. I'll put in Jr. That's probably his official name. See what that one says. And I can tell you right now... That if we if I look at the inputs for the Washington game, it has Antonio Gibson uh, low on the market share of rushing, but increasing Jonathan Williams because of that injury, but still seeing a much larger share. Like Brian Robinson, we only have projected as three percent of the target share, which I believe if Gibson is hurt will be much higher than that. Yeah. By much higher, it'd be like six percent, not three percent, which is a substantial difference. You're doubling your output. So instead of those one to two targets, it's two to four targets, and that could be the difference, couldn't it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I was just wondering, like, the... Brian Robinson outscores Antonio Gibson two-thirds of the time, 67 to 33%. And and Gibson could be out. And Gibson could be out. So that's the... You know I mean? That, to me, at whatever you're... I don't know what you're seeing the ownership at right now between Algier and Robinson. It's... The I only mean, problem Al- is... Algier is... High, but if Gibson is declared out, Robinson goes way up. Yeah, and it flips. So that's the only problem. You know who I'm not going back to? That stupid Miles Sanders. Fuck me last week. I made every bad play there was to be made last week. It's incredible. The only thing I was saying is this week, again, I don't think Hurts even plays, but if he somehow did, wouldn't they protect him more? Yeah, but Sanders is banged up too. It's true. Like if he doesn't go, then we get Boston Scott, who is $4,000. That would be fun. And that's just a last-second Sunday morning jam, isn't it? Like, oh, Boston Scott, here we go. And he scores like seven points. Yeah, I don't know what I, if I could do that, but... Um... Oh, man, I can't make this work any other way. So I was trying to mess around with it further, but I think that Brock Purdy stack is good. I just don't know how. Like, how do you think he gets there? He's got 15 or Kittle. 16 plus it's, points. It's, it's, all, be... it's all through Kittle. And you know what? It might be through McCaffrey, Could which be. you can't play because then no lineups work. Well, who, is there any other Raider that you would feel confident in playing? No. 
Who would Stidham have a connection with? Mac Collins? Because he was on the practice squad the entire year until all of a sudden he was a star. Keelan Cole? Although Renfro's back now. Mac Collins, though, 4,200. I'm just going to try this real quick. All right, let's, let's throw in Mac Collins. We're building good lineups today. <laughs> no, we're really not, <laughs> but this is the fun part in it. So we're getting late in the season here, Pat. We can do this if we want. Let's try uh, – how would we do this? I'm going to actually leave Robinson out for a sec. I do still want to keep Williams in for a second because we're really going off of the game that probably is the best game environment in the spot. So let's go Purdy, Williams, McCaffrey, Hollins, Wilson, Purdy? Kittle. Okay, hold, hold on. Sorry. P- Purdy. Jamal Williams. And Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Instead of Adams. And then you're going Mac Hollins in the wide receiver with Wilson, who we've been playing, Garrett. And then George Kittle in the tight end. I mean, you can. And now I want to see if I can get Ramondre because the defense is only 2,600. You, you, you can use Ramondre. Perfect. So yeah. we want that. And that lands us on 5,500, which is what we're already at with Wilson. So you've got to go see if there's another guy there that you like. I don't think that there is. There's not. Oh, there is. His name is Lazard, especially if Watson is out. Did you watch that last week? What, do you get 11 targets? Yeah, 11 targets. Mercedes Lewis was getting bombs down the field. Mercedes Lewis is like Zilstra. Like no, those I understand guys. that, They're but not... I'm just saying that like trying to pick the random Patriots reserve, uh, Packers receiver who's going to do well is. But he's if Watson's out, you got it. Like Lazard has to be a good play. Going against yeah, Minnesota, the path to be a good. It's play. a great. It's a great matchup. You'd have yeah, an injury be like that makes mean, it mean Gene Segura. Let, let's say he doesn't have to be a great play. No one has to be a great player. Is a great play, but it, it is a good. In, it's an injury spot. Someone's out. It's with Aaron Rodgers at home against a good a good matchup. It's a good play on paper, at least, is what I'm saying. This projects for 120, Pat, with Watson in still. Could we? No, we, we already have too many 49ers as it is. Like, can we just go up to? Why aren't we using Zay Jones, who's great every week? So who? Do, so how much is he? Five thousand. So it it, it leaves five hundred on the table, but like whatever, you could get up to Niners D if you wanted to. Instead of Patriots D. Yeah, still, who else can we move? That's the only question. No, no one, really. We'd have to move Garrett. We just don't use Garrett Wilson. It's the same 5,500 in the flex somehow if we take him out because he's the same price as Williams. Well, yeah. So oh, I was going to say take out Williams, move McCaffrey back up, and then change it around in the flex, but it's not any more benefit to us. Like for me, like I, out of all the receivers that are left between $5,000, $5,500 and down, now that we've used Garrett Wilson, I like Zay Jones the best. And since we're using Patriots D and Stevenson, we, we can't use Myers. Like, I'd still almost prefer Drake London over Alan Lazard. Yeah. One, one thing I will say, too, is we're leaving Kansas City guys out of everything. And they are going well, to score points at home. Hardman's back this week. Which I think affects McKinnon. Yes, I can see that. Which I also think is why, again, we're 100 bucks shy here of getting to the 5,500. If you move things around, you can like, kind of get there. Like but. Juju projects really well. Yeah, he's fifty. He's also fifty six hundred, I believe. The same as, isn't Pacheco fifty six? Is he fifty six? Let's see. Yeah. Yep. Yes. They're both fifty six, and Juju actually projects better by a, a decent sum. How was Juju on the optimal? Very good, very very high, and very good in terms of leverage score as well, because no one's using him. Let's see optimal results: Juju Smith Schuster, seven percent ownership, thirteen percent optimal rate. One of the highest leverage scores behind Chris Godwin, Keenan Allen. Then it's Juju at receiver I, and I, Terry McLaurin. I know you can play them both, no problem. But I will say this: I've had very good success with this in the past. 
playing Garrett Wilson at 5,500 with your quarterback, Mike White. And yes, they connect for the couple games that they've played together and done well together. But my point would be, I've had better success playing the guy that has the best quarterback or one of the best in the league. I, I still like Allen, but Allen and Mahomes are the best when you play guys attached to them. Sometimes good things happen. So I just say that if you want to play for the hundred bucks more to have Juju in there, I wouldn't fault you, but we can get to both of them in some of these builds. I just meant in general, it's tough. I think you'd have to go like take out Williams. You lose access to that game, run McCaffrey up top. Then you have to take out Lazar. I'll give you the lineup because it's what you will like and see if you can get it, but you can do all of it together is if you go London, I forget who's going into the flex here, but I'm just doing it based off what we talked about and Wilson. We'll see how it projects. Wow. 124. So Listen that's, to the build. That, that's the best one since we did the random optimal at the beginning. Yes. So it's Purdy, McCaffrey, Kittle, run it back with Mac Hollins, secondary stack of Ramondre and New England D, and then you go Juju, London, and Garrett Wilson. You're using a wide receiver in the flex. How much is Judy? Judy's 60. Oh, Judy's 6400. That's expensive. Pretty interesting lineup, though. Hmm. And obviously you could move Garrett Wilson into the wide receiver spot and play Pacheco. It's not going to project as well, but if you just said, look, I actually think it is going to be a, a Pacheco week. I'd rather go there than try and risk a wide receiver. It still projects for 121, so it's not the worst. Which We'll do two more quarterbacks. Do you want to build this Brady one out? Yeah, I think we should, especially with the Godwin situation where you've got him in, in that, not a situation, just in that, like you said, he's, Really good leverage on the slate from what you're seeing on your side. He's projecting out good there that it would make sense to go there. Brady, Godwin, and I have a theory on this game about a running back. Oh, God. I think that's bad, but go ahead. Uh, Chuba Hubbard at $4,900. I think he makes the most logical sense against Tampa Bay versus Dante Foreman. I, they're going to swing him to the outside, and they're going to throw him passes. They don't throw Foreman passes. What? And the Bucks' run D is still very good. Yeah. I don't. I mean, you well, don't need to do that. Like, like, is DJ Moore just the very logical choice? Or is uh, yeah, your, I think you just play DJ. My Moore. guy, Tommy Tremble, okay. twenty five hundred bucks. What, what is Hubbard even anything to be optimal on your list? No. Like, he can't no, be no, no. near that list. No, he is uh, very bad. And this is where I think when people do that, they go outside. Of course, it fits the game script at least, so it's fine. But like, obviously, Godwin still projects pretty good, so that's why we're using him. Ch- but yeah, Ch- D- Chuba Hubbard base projection uh, six points. Yeah, D- DJ Moore is the guy to use here. And it's up to you if you want to double stack Brady. I probably I, would. I don't. I mean, maybe Kate Otten, like you mentioned. I would. I, I would I'm just si- I'm just sick of playing Evans and him scoring seven points. I'll tell you this. I would do it two ways. I would go with Otten. Here's the thing about Godwin, why we love him, why I love that they love him, because I think he's a great play this week, is that he's a PPR guy. If he gets the, the, the touchdowns, he can, for sure. It's usually from outside the 20, it's solid. But when they get up there... It's the tight end, either Braid or Otten. It's, they've unleashed Otten out. It looks like he crushed Braid in snaps and everything, routes run, all that last week. But it's Evans or it's Fournette. That's typically what we will see once they get up there. So I like Brady, Godwin, Fournette, Fournette or okay. Brady, Godwin, Otten. That's the builds that I like with when you're going with it because you're hoping Godwin just racks the PPR, maybe just, gets just, that Just one. like Fournette, he's going to do the same thing down the field, but maybe he scores the touchdowns, not Otten, not Evans. It's going to be Fournette. I'm good with that. He had nine catches last week. Right, and it's just what, again, I don't know if it's... Brady's always done this somewhat, but when it comes with you know sort of what his game looks like now, the guys, he's got a little bit less pep in the step. So if he has to get a check down, it's always there. And they also do use Leonard Fournette. We didn't talk a lot about him on the show yet, but they this is what we've been talking about all season, where his usage just sort of dived. It's because they want to save him for this time of year. And that's what they've pretty much done the last couple of years. So I think 
Fournette and him make sense with Godwin. You've got DJ Moore on the run back. You get into a cheaper territory now. I think we've established that, you know, we can go Ramondre. Let's let's try our just standard setup here and see what it looks like. Ramondre, New England D. Are we just waiting for Ramondre to score like 10 points here? Just I hope us. not. But I wish I had 100 more dollars in this lineup that I've just built. So what do you have in there right now? I have Ramondre and Patriots D. And then Wilson? Uh, no, there's no Garrett Wilson. It's $4,300 for a tight end where I could use Evan Ingram, but that is not enough. Oh, God, it's an overstack. <laughs> What's that? Evans. Uh, I just built what we'd had all day. So I put Ramondre with New England D. I put Garrett Wilson. We both said, why don't we just play Evan Ingram? It lands you on Mike Evans at 6,500. <laughs> But, it, I mean, ETN's there at 64, but we're playing Ingram, so that's kind of the idea where you're setting it up that so way. So I, I actually put James Conner into this lineup, too. Yeah, so let me see what that does here. Let me just try this. I put Dre, James Conner with Drake London as a mini stack, and then I have Stevenson with Patriots D. Okay, let's let's try that, actually, because that gets us off. I mean, I could just say, screw it, play Houston D. <laughs> oh, that's why you wanted the 100 bucks to get to Ingram. Yeah. Man. It's close. I mean, to be honest, though. I mean, it, as a skinny stack, this works out. We take out Fournette, plug Stevenson into Fournette spot, and use Garrett Wilson, and it all completely works. Yeah, I was actually going to say just take out DJ Moore, don't run it back, and you just land on Ingram with 5,600. You can play Smith or Wilson. You can play Wilson. Oh, wow. 100 bucks left. That, oh, weird. I actually have Juju on my stuff set up differently here, but it's where Juju beats Wilson, too. If Juju beats Wilson, I mean, you have the money for Juju here instead of... Well, the only reason I brought it up is because it projects at 126. That's the best lineup we've built so far? It's tied for it, but at the lowest ownership of anything we've built so far. So Brady, this one still has Fournette. So yep. it's Brady, Fournette, Connor, Godwin, Juju, London, Ingram, Ramondre, and Patriots D. Yeah, that's a nice lineup. It's going to be great when Brady 41 for 49 for 235 yards, 14 catches to Godwin, they score six points. Yeah, I just mean, like, that's the thing. The, the only challenge, I guess it's not a challenge, but, like, I, I keep bringing it up, is if we, I mean, you're leaving out Detroit-Chicago. You're just hoping that game busts. But then how does it bust that much? Well, I, I can give you a pretty easy way that it busts. Like, not, it's not that you need it to bust. It's that you need it not to go completely off. Right. Or, yeah, or it gets spread. The you, other interesting thing is Zil Zilstra three touchdowns instead of, like, if Amon Ross scores a touchdown last week, I have a much better week. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he just doesn't. <laughs> so you're like, oh, fuck, this sucks. So I'm saving this. The one thing I will say, like a lineup like this is a prime spot where you're different enough to play Garrett Wilson, but you're also remembering with the Juju play that he's attached to Mahomes. If he, just, I mean, if he gets there for you and the rest of the game goes as it, you'd like it to or as it should, I think you're in a better spot. I'm going to take out Fournette, though, and add in Williams. So like I said, Williams makes sense to me just because I kind of want to try and get a piece of that game for a second. And then I'm going to go back to Otten now, like we talked about off the top, because I, I want to double Brady, and I think you want to attach tight end to your quarterback, so I'm okay with that. If I take out Juju, it leaves me 7,400. Who are the receivers at? So that's the problem, though. Well, I left it with Ramondre, New England. I put London with Connor still. So you can change that up a bit if you want. Yes. We, we could, uh, let's take out London Connor and go back to our DJ Moore to get a more conventional and see what it looks like. So now, Pat, just so you know where I'm at, I've got Tom Brady, Godwin Otten, run it back with Moore. 
I've got Ramondre New England, which we've stuck with, and then I've got Jamal Williams to get a piece of that game. And so what do we have to fill out, and how much money do we have? 6900 Per right? player? Very nice number of 6900 for two spots for wide receiver and flex. Wide can res- we get McCaffrey in 48? I mean... Or McC- sorry, we get McCaffrey in 48. Can, I was so, saying, can we so get McCaffrey? Dot, Dotson's down there. Do you have any interest in banged up Eckler? Not really. I hate Eckler, though. What if, what if you, instead of doing McCaffrey, you use Barkley and Juju? Does that work? Yeah. You probably even get more expensive than Juju. You got a $5,800 guy. So it's Juju. Yeah, it's Juju. He has to be a receiver, right? 123. Yep. Project's okay. 123. It's, um, uh, what about this, though? Let's take out <laughs> Juju. Let's take out Barkley. Let's take out New England D. And let's go with the San Fran D and McCaffrey. 4,500. Who does that get us? Curtis Samuel. DJ Chark. It's probably Curtis Samuel. Marquise yeah, Goodwin. Richie G- Actually, it lands you right on Isaiah Hodgins. <laughs> I think we had the build, the first one. The first one looked way better. Yeah, I think so, and too. For, and again, that's so it goes back. I mean, it's been a theme this week, but when I talked about Goff, Williams, Amonra, it's literally the exact same thing, except Fournette might actually catch more passes. It's Brady, Fournette, and Godwin. It's your PPR guy, Godwin to Amon Ross, similar price tags. I think Godwin's much less, actually. Isn't he a 1,000 less this week? Yeah. Yeah, he is. So, I mean, this is a, a good lineup that we just had there. One more. Pick, right. pick any quarterback on the board you want to go with. All right, let me scroll the board for a second just to see. Not Denver. I don't want to do the Mahomes. We'll say the same thing every week. I personally think it's just you keep paying the rake with it because he ends up getting 8 to 10% and sure. it never shows yeah. up, so I'm off that. The Indy New York total with Daniel Jones is only 39. Oh, outdoors in New York, probably pretty cool. We, we didn't build the Trevor Lawrence. Do you want to do that? It's. I think we should. Do we do Minshew or do we do Lawrence? We do Lawrence because you're 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 going against ETM by saying he doesn't catch passes, so it's literally the perfect spot to and, do it. And like you mentioned, you, and you you mentioned m- Zay and Ingram. I and think it's I think it's Lawrence Zay and Ingram. Lawrence Zay Ingram. I mean, that's cheap. It's cheap enough. And I saw a stat. I don't know if it'll be in the tidbits or not, so I'll just say it here. But like the. Um, the one thing of it was, was like, it was like, again, forget who did this. I apologize. I always reference it when I do tag him on Twitter, but the point was it said player a player B player C and it showed all their numbers across all these games. And it was player a was Zay, player B was Ingram and player C was Christian Kirk. And Kirk has actually fell off the map since how he started the season. Whenever it's like, Oh, it's cause they paid him the money. He's going to go off. It, it, that's true. And he can bounce back at any time, but I don't hate your point of going with like Lawrence Zay Ingram. Do we have any Texan we want? I say no. I say no. It's probably more, but I don't love him. Or Cooks. Yeah, if you think Cooks is back, I, the resurgence. I mean, he he is back, but like how? No, I mean, I mean in the sense of from his result last week. Yeah, he's think, for, the thing is he's forty eight hundred dollars. He makes a lot of this work pretty easily. What did he get last week? Nine. To, let's do he's, it. For he's, the sake he of scored a touchdown last week. I mean, I I would prefer to do this without any Texans. Let's try and do it without for now, and just go to our original plays. Okay, so that leaves us with, do you like Stevenson or Connors more? I, li- I like Stevenson more probably, especially if we get the Harris news, but th- you can play both. I think you'd actually play both in this lineup. I think uh, we should consider that. Can you do this? No, uh, let's see here. How much is Brian, my guy, Brian Robinson? Oh, that works out perfectly. Let me Just wait before you say it. I want to see where mine went. We can see if we end up in two different I, I have a lineup built. Let's see how close it is to mine. 
Mine doesn't work, so we'll go off it. Mine works. It has $100 left over, too. Okay, one second. So let me just delete these couple guys. So go, who do you got? Lawrence, Zay, Lawrence, Ingram. Lawrence, Zay, Ingram. Just triple stack. Yep, that side. leave it. I'm fine. McCaffrey and Niners D. Okay. Stevenson. McCaffrey and Niners D. I just I thought you had Stevenson the whole time, so I left him. We're he, good. I do have Stevenson. No, you did. That's what I mean. I, I meant got rid of the D, so I swapped it. We're good. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Yep. Drake London. Brian Robinson. Wilson. Oh, this is a good lineup because you haven't unlocked it yet. Would get up to Algier. Get rid of London. No, we got it. Just wait. I want to see this. Oh, baby. 129. Best one yet? Best one yet, but I just thought of something. Don't get get rid of Niners D, go to Patriots D and move up. No, I can't get off my thought here. Don't get me off my thought. Take out. Oh, it's because it's Ramondre. All I was trying to see was if I change Ramondre to your guy, James Conner. What can you do? It leaves me still with the Patriots D, though, unless you take something else down. I mean, that's not the end of the but world. It's not the end of the world. It projects for 127. So the original's better and more correlated. I like it better. I do like that with, uh, I mean, let's, let's see. What if you don't use McCaffrey here? So take out McCaffrey. Take out McCaffrey in Niners D. Now what are we left with? I think what I would do, though, is if I'm doing that, I'm taking out McCaffrey and trying to get Ramondre and Connor. Yeah. And then that's what I was doing originally. That's when I said I don't have a build here. It left me on 7,100. Or sorry, it left me on 7,400 because I went with Patriots D. And there was like nobody there. Let's it see. was Nick Chubb for for seventy three hundred. I mean, do you hate Nick Chubb that much? Like for, as like a random one off play? Not a, not really. But yeah, I so seventy four hundred dollars for a flex. Jacobs Chubb. I mean, Devonta I, Smith. I guess we have no piece of this Eagles team. No, I would try and do it a little different. I think I would try and do like, oh, are we a hundred bucks shy again? <laughs> who's fifty one hundred? Did we say somebody? Uh, there's a there's a running back who's fifty one hundred bucks. Yeah, who was Bam it? Knight. Oh, Jamal. Oh, Jamal no, Williams is 5,000. Yeah, that, that screws it up too. What I was trying to say is instead of Garrett Wilson, do we go to the other safety play or safety valve in Amonra as another good receiver in a good spot to get a piece of that game, just collect the PPR points, but it doesn't work either. So, I mean, I wish there was someone below Drake London that we both liked. I mean, this is a spot where let's get rid of Drake London and use Brandon Cooks. That saves you that $100 you need. Okay, let's try that. Does it work? Uh, Cooks is 48. Oh, we have it now. Now it's our guy Robinson. Yeah. This is a sweet build. Yeah, this is good. Let me so see no one. Wilson, but there's Amon Ra in this now. And yeah, Brian Robinson's 5,200 bucks. It doesn't project as much. It does project, however, for 123.4. Well, that's perfect. Easy as 1234. I don't know. But it is Trevor Lawrence, Zay Jones, Ingram. Run it back with Cooks. You've got Ramondre with the New England D. You've got James Conner and Brian Robinson in there. And then you've got. Amon Ra as sort of a piece of that Detroit game. You're still, again, you're not going to get pieces of every game in every lineup. It was just to bring it up. But yeah, I, I like the original that you had and it was the best. So what was the best one that we had? Let me pull it that, up. That was it. It was the the Lawrence triple stack with McCaffrey and Niners D and Ramondre. Yeah, it's a really good lineup. And gets even better if... And gets even worse if the Jags are just like, ah, fuck it, we're playing for next week. It's possible. <laughs> yeah. But it does get you off that ETN chalk as well. All right. I'm pretty happy with this. Can't wait to lose all my money again this week. This is a winning week. Oh, it's a winning week. Oh, thank God. Next week's the uh, losing one, but stay tuned. We'll have more, more picks next week. So uh, PME, Listener's League, for DraftKings, for NFL and golf. 
is already up. The one and done, $125 for the year. And you have up to five entries in that. I mean, I'm going to have all my five entries and like use the same guy in all of them and just yeah. lose like I do every year. Either way, there's 50K up top, 35K. Almost like what you said with the DraftKings payout for the 22-22, the one and done's kind of set up very similar. Very good payout structure. Yes. Yeah, like it just, if you and your money's safe, as we've established. Yeah, your money already. is safe. It will be in a league safe. Uh, you know, Publicly traded companies don't usually uh, yeah. go buy and watches it is, and or it something. Is, I'll add this. It is 125 USD, but good news, it's also 50,000 USD yes. that you get paid yeah. out. So <laughs> tie that together for you right now as well. Uh, RunPureSports.com. What do you guys... Oh, I should probably mention... We're back. Showdown show for PGA back on Mayo Media Network. Yeah, we'll do a, a fresh plug right now. Why not? But we're going to be back. RunPureSports.com. You guys can check all our stuff out there. All sports, one price. But the good news, Mayo Media Network, free shows. Round two and round three showdown shows both this year I'll be hosting. Last year was sort of a mishmash going back and forth. I'll be on both those shows this year, Thursday and Friday night on the channel. Pat and I will also be back for our Wednesday show, like we talked about at the top, to do the, the golf show live in studio as well. So it's going to be a good season. And then back on Friday for football to end the year. You're going to be, be like five days a week on Mayo Media Network now. After the tweet that you rehashed last night, <laughs> the true grit, true story, grit, determination, resilience. People said there's some great comments under that. Like this guy will never be back. What a loser. I remember. Don't worry. These guys are worse than you on video. It couldn't be better. And now look at us, Pat. So just three short years. Put your time in. Work hard. Get after it. You can, all, you can get right back to the top if you try. People forget that this is uh, an entertainment product. I mean, I want to help people win. I know you want to help people win, but my job isn't to help you win. My job is to get you to tune into the show. <laughs> and being an asshole really does help. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, that one was so weird. There was, there was also good comments to people that are like, oh, Pat's so mean. And we knew it was, it's the shtick and all it is. But they were like, he does not yell like that. Like Some people were like, great job, Tambo. Never yeah, you seen got Pat, Pat fired that rattled. <laughs> like, that is good. That's hard to do. That show would be, I mean, that would be sent into places. They're like, what a loser. Like, look at this scene. But it's all good fun. It's definitely a good starting point to go back to when people say, oh, I want to get started in comedy. Just or content, just know you can go back to something like that and see how bad you truly were first time out. But I will stand by it, Pat. One, you switched it up. You're the host. I'm hosting things these days. I get how it works. You do get to choose where the show goes. Me being the over-prepared first-timer, I was ready for the same rankings we did in, in the first session. That did not happen. And if you listen to the rest of the show, I, I came prepared at least. I was pretty oh, ready the, the rest overall. Of the, I mean, that is a like 90-second clip of a, an hour-and-a-half show. Yeah. And the rest of the show is fine. It was decent, but it was the best part. And, and to hear Raza just like sitting there in the background. Pretty funny stuff. Lo love that. Raza, my hero. I said it last night, the Kevin Durant. You, you the real MVP. That He saved me. He could have let just dead silence sit, but he, he gave a good one-liner right after that kept it in check. So I was happy to see that thing rehashed. Great content, as always. At ToeTagandTambo on Twitter, RunPureSports.com. RunTheSims.com for me and the projection system and the rangefinder tools, the lineup builder, the props. RunTheSims.com slash Mayo to get that 10, 10% off. DraftKings League, the one and done. You can find all the shit down in the description. All right, I'm Pat Mayo. Smash the like on the way out. I will see you next time. Mayo Experience! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.